Hey everybody, welcome to Hall of Champions episode 22. Uh, you may be asking yourselves, what happened to episode 21? I, I promise you it exists. Just, uh, I never edited it together. Hello race fans! So, we're going to actually give you a little bonus and we're going to tack episode 21 onto the end of this because uh, it is shocking how how clairvoyant, particularly me, but you know, you, you sometimes uh, are about what's happening right now in our sport. Me sometimes? Me sometimes. Uh, as always, before we get started, this uh, this podcast is brought to you by New England's finest and uh, least, uh, I don't know, racist beer? We don't know that. Narragansett. I have a good guess, though. This is for Peter Boyd. Let's crack one. So we're literally watching the race here in Phoenix. I got uh, red zone going on my phone here. Yeah, we are live from the couch here. 52 laps to go. You can hear uh, Steve Letarte kind of mumbling in the, the background. Couch. The couch. This is the Hall of Champions. There's a couch in the Hall of Champions. Live from the couch in the Hall of Champions. Well, as, as you mentioned in the episode you haven't heard yet, the hall is actually uh, under renovations. There's somebody living in it right now. Hey. And she's uh, redoing it, I, I think. I can't tell what's going on. There's a bunch of curtains up and... Everything's taped off, but to the best of my knowledge, we're going to have a new hall pretty soon. But for now, the whole hall is sitting in the living room of uh, the complex here. The parlor. Or the lobby. For you townies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Alex Bowman has absolutely, well, I guess not. Matt Kenseth just took the lead. Funny. Where is Alex Bowman? Did he drop like he always does? Did he get caught up in that mess with uh, Truex? No, he did not, but uh, at the moment of recording right now, uh, Kenseth is leading the race, and uh, Denny Hamlin is in second here, and shit is getting very aggressive. Oh, and who's in third? My pick to win, Kurt Busch. Oh, he'll fuck that up. Rob said Kurt doesn't have what it takes to make it that far in this race. Well, there's 49 <laughs> to go, and the jury's still out on that. I also might have picked Denny, I don't remember. Yeah, well, it's irrelevant at this point. Jimmy's out right now. Uh, Carl Edwards is doesn't really matter where he's at. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we haven't done this in a while, actually. From from can, the hall. Can you tell? Does it sound rusty? It is a little rusty. You can hear the uh, the metal flakes shaking off. Tin roof. And that's what rust. makes the taste of Narragansett so special: is the rust shaking off the machine into the liquid. <laughs> <laughs> giving it that special metallic taste that we all know and love. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about that on the air. I just gave the recipe away. They're paying us to not talk about that. <laughs> hey, it's just the light. That's they are right. paying us, right? Uh, well, you know, I receive a... I don't know. I get W-2s, but I don't get the checks, so I don't know how to file my taxes for that. <laughs> oh, the caution's out here. You're going to get an audit. You can expect an audit. Yeah, this is a good, good episode happening right here. I don't like this. Let's you put, don't a, like let's it put a commercial break. Once again, this is brought to you by uh, Narragansett, and here's uh, them speaking for themselves. These are the good hours. The time for Gansett. Time for the extra good beer. Have a Gansett. Narragansett Lager Beer, the good beer for the good hours, presents this special sports feature. What could be better? Great sports action and Narragansett. 
For beer that's brewed good, aged good, to taste good. So relax and spend this good hour and every good hour with Gansett. Narragansett Lager Beer. Thanks to Narragansett for <laughs> filling up a couple more minutes of this show. Because we really... <laughs> I, uh, I'll be honest, I haven't really watched a lot of races lately. This, not because I haven't wanted to, it's just other circumstances have kept me from sitting here on a Sunday. So what the hell are we talking about? Well, there's a couple things we actually can talk about here uh, outside of the sport here. We can talk about these wonderful ads. We can talk about Sprint uh, leaving, and uh, there's no replacement sponsor yet. Wait, Sprint's leaving? Yeah, this is the last year. <laughs> oh. You well, wouldn't know it based on the cell service. It's been <laughs> so quality at the racetrack and at home. Um, well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. The biggest news I can think of right now is the fact that uh, some silly season business. Brian Scott has uh, announced his retirement. Who's going to wreck and bring the caution out? Are they going to have to bring the caution clock into the Cup no, Series no, now? No, no, They still got Landon Castle. They still got uh, <laughs> Timmy Hills kicking around. And my favorite, David Reagan. And I will say this. You use your favorite. You're wearing a David Reagan T-shirt. I am right actually now. wearing a David Reagan T-shirt. Uh, and if, like I said, there's going to be a bonus episode after this. Uh, we were marveling at how quickly the thing arrived and how it was supposed to be autographed, but the thing showed up and it's not even autographed. So maybe I misunderstood the fine. Maybe I'm supposed to sign it myself. You want me to autograph it? I don't you? want you to autograph it. it. Might be worth something someday. To who? <laughs> you? <laughs> Just because it's a David Reagan shirt. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's also a it's a, uh, a front row motorsports shirt. It's a so child's I can, medium. I can do. <laughs> Root for uh, Chris Busher in this shirt, who is the uh, the, the lone four that I give a shit about. Uh, but speaking of the forty-four, David Reagan is one of the guys who's lightly in the frame to take that seat if it exists next year. Uh, which frame? Well, if they can bend it back into place after all the wrecks, Brian Scott's car it'll be that chassis that he's going to be sitting in that frame. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I think. Uh, to take a wild guess, I'm going to say Greg Biffle is going to be in that 44 next season. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, he's going to... I don't know. There's really no evidence to back this up. It's <laughs> just pure <laughs> fucking from speculation the here. Well, I mean, to be Home honest... conjecture. There's no guarantee that Greg Biffle is going to be back in the 16 next year, and they've got a few drivers that are probably looking to move up. Chris Buescher, regardless of his performance this year, I mean, he did win a race on a rain delay... He does perform well for that team, a little bit better than David Reagan did, to be honest with you. Sands that one win at Talladega a couple years ago. Uh, I think they're ready to get him in there. Ryan Reed's got money coming from Lily Diabetes. He also you know, he actually made his first Sprint Cup start in the 99 a couple weeks ago at Talladega. Yeah, smoke on the track. I think uh, that's this easy dry or stay dry or whatever uh, it is from, yeah. uh, from uh, Ryan Newman putting it in the wall as usual. Classic. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think that's Greg Biffle's seat. Also, could be Michael McDowell's seat. McDowell. Honestly, there's a lot of talk about uh, Casey Mears shifting over from the 13 to the 95. Um, it's a tangled, complicated web here. Apparently, the 95 is good. It, there are a Hendrick-affiliated team now. It's quite incestuous. Uh, and Germain is in fact a Childress team. Ty Dillon is coming to the Cup Series next year, so a lot of people think the 13 is his ride which means Mears is likely going to move over to the 95 and take McDowell's seat. Thrivent is not going to stick with him. That leaves a fully sponsored driver 
with money to burn uh, looking for a ride. And guess what Richard Petty needs? Money. <laughs> so, a fully experienced driver. So I Yeah, and a fully experienced driver. Who is Michael McDowell, who's been driving the wheels off that 95 this year. If you've been playing fantasy at all, he's been a little bit of a secret weapon lately. Uh, for his price tag, anyway. Usually under 6000 bucks on DraftKings. And uh, he's served... Served me well, that's for sure. Yeah, once in a while. He's, he's come up clutch. But I, I think the McDowell and Biffle are on track for that ride. That's just my uh, my two cents. Uh, what else is happening in the world of silly season right now? Not really much of anything. Uh, I think the 16 is probably the only car that is a little bit weird and where Ty Dillon's going to fit. Uh, Hendrick well, seems pretty locked big. in. Gibbs seems locked in. Eric Jones is going to be in the 77 next year. Very excited to actually see that happen. Mm -hmm. He's earned it. Yeah. I, I do want to bring this up, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. We're talking about these new young drivers coming up and where they're going to sit in the series. Uh, William Byron won six races this year in the, in the truck series. He's moving up to uh, Junior Motorsports next year. He's going to do a hell of a job, I'm sure. He's, I'm sure. He's an impressive kid. Uh Got knocked out of the chase in Phoenix uh, a couple nights ago. And it's really got a lot of people pissed off about the chase system and how unfair it is. And, uh, I mean, I don't think that argument ever went away. We've yeah, people have been making that argument. I, what, do you have any I've thoughts known. on that? Like, what do you, how do you feel about it? Because I feel kind of shitty. I, the thing is, he wouldn't have made the chase anyway, or he wouldn't have won the championship anyway. He's After that wreck, in the old point system, whatever, in old money, he still would have been eliminated he wouldn't have been the champion either way but there's a good chance this year well already in the cup series the two best cars uh, brad keselowski and the 78 of martin truex they're out they can't win the championship right. this year there's a good chance that kevin harvick isn't going to and he's been mr consistency for about three years now right i is this going to be something that helps the sport well you ask i think uh do I think it's great? No. But that's what it is. Right. I think you have to prepare for that. Yeah. You have to be the best to get into the chase, to win the chase. What I mean is uh, you have to be the best at the chase, not necessarily right. the best, fastest car out there. You have to be the best at winning within those confines. Yeah. I think that just sets the challenge a little, a little more so. I, I agree to a point, but I I don't know. And I forget, I, I, I saw this opinion somewhere, and I wholeheartedly agree. I forget who it is, and I apologize to whoever brought this up. It's probably on Reddit or something. But the difference between stick and ball sports and NASCAR and how a playoff system works. And again, there are upsets and crazy shit that goes down in those situations, too, that aren't exactly fair. And I'm holding my fingers up in the quotation mark. He is doing it. He's a, I'm a witness. I'm just going to rub it on the mic. It's both of them. Uh, there are situations that arise where it isn't totally fair. But the difference is teams are facing each other individually throughout a whole season. Right. And the reason why consistency in NASCAR is what truly judges a champion, in my opinion, is everybody is on track every weekend. And facing each other all the time. There's yeah. 40 competitors on track, with about 30 of them constantly being there. And to me, the old school point system, and this is it might this might have something to do with me being a luddite, and I just hate change. But I, I just don't see any sort of playoff system in racing working, outside of the context of. 
perhaps a race weekend. The only way to solve it would be to whoever has the most points at the end of the year wins. Right. And there wouldn't be a playoff. It would just be the champion. Which is what we used to do. Right. Like, I. So that's what I'm saying. Now that you have the chase, there's no use in denying it. There, that's what you get to work with. It's like I don't like the electoral, coll- electoral college. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I think exactly. these are pretty comparable at the at the moment. Well, I think you're, that's 100% correct. You know, the true champion is not going to be the be true the champion, champion and bring the exactly. trophy home. Yeah. But would you say we saw that last year? Uh, no, because Kyle Busch missed half the races. He missed half the races, but still, he came back. And he won the format. And he's well, he's he's a rightful champion. In this format. Okay. That's all I, I needed to hear there. I, I'm just... But I'm interested in... I, I, I find the chase really entertaining, and I think it's really brought out... Sure. It's kind, of, it's kind of turned the whole season well, that's why into a series there. of A-mains, and it's like dirt track shit. It's a it's Saturday night at a dirt track spread yeah. out over the whole year, which I... That's a good way of putting it. I kind of enjoy that, but... I don't know. I, I think there are better ways for us to do this. If they want to put emphasis on wins and get drivers to win, just jack up the points for a win. Right. Like, we're going into Homestead here with, at the moment, it's it's Jimmy Johnson and Carl Edwards. Well, a, that is a good solution right there. Change the point value. Yeah. I, and also, I don't, I understand why they give everybody points. It's to really assess who sits where, but I love the old Formula One point system where it was just the top six guys. Winner got ten. Second place got six. I think it was four for third, and then three, two, one for the rest. That would work. Over time, that would, you know, factor itself out. Yeah. And then back in the 80s and 90s and uh, before then, even, they, they, it would just take your best six performances or some shit like that, and they would take those points. And, of course, they simplified that to make it easier for fans. But It's like getting your test scaled I, I guess public schools. It just sucks. To, and, again, like I said, William Byron wouldn't have been our champion in the truck series this year. doesn't matter. He's going to move on and do big things. Elsewhere, sure, he's sure. gonna win a, a cup championship someday. I would Junior Motorsports big is a money on that. team to to be growing with too. I think. But just in this in this era of NASCAR trying to find its footing, and not necessarily rebrand itself, but figure out how it sits sure. in the world of big sports. Uh, is this is sticking with the ideas that may or may not work, just for the sake of long term consistency? I think ratings are going to be more important at the end of the day. Right. Well, ratings are. Well, here's the thing: ratings are down across the board for sports. Sure. And I think it's because everyone's watching online. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm looking. I'm watching you watch Red Zone on your phone right now. Listen, the NSA is fucking listening right now. You can't just be telling people this shit. They, it's on your phone. They know what you're doing. Shut up. Shh. Hey, day. That's uh. Is that actual? Go to, go, this is, is brought to you by Snap-on. This is brought to you by Snap-on. Snap-on twos. Forever. I, I hope that uh, this comes down to Kenseth and Logano at Homestead. Wouldn't that be poetic justice? And I'm a Matt, I like Matt Kenseth. I'm a Matt Kenseth fan, but... Both of those sure. guys getting screwed out of contention by each other's, you know, ill will. My God, how amazing would that be to see the two? And you, and 
this is statistically proven in the past couple of years of actually having this chase format. Moving on from that discussion, uh, the the winner of Homestead is usually the guy who ends up being the championship. You have to win that race, right? Which I actually like that. Like you have to go in that race. I like Homestead to win it. It's a great track. It yeah. wasn't when they first built it. It was a flat old built for Indy cars and stock car racing. Just kind of sucked wasn't on built it. in a day. It was not. But then they cranked the banking up to about eighteen degrees, I think, and. There's no other track like it, and I, I, I love Homestead. But yeah, this is, God, I hope that happens. Uh, we're 21 laps to go here. Uh, we're probably gonna turn this thing off for a second here and, and wait until we actually have. We're gonna digest information. We'll digest and be back with you. Um, thoughts before we uh, come down to the pretty much the focal point of everything that's happened so far. Yes. This is the last moment before the final race, the big deal. Um, I don't want Joey Logano to win today. I would love a Kenseth win. I would love a Denny Hamlin win. Pretty much anyone in Gibbs should win today. Pretty that much. way I can make some money. <laughs> uh, if Logano wins, I'll be a very mad, sad boy. Rob, right. any, any final takes? Oh, my heart wants Jimmy Johnson to win seven. <laughs> I'm not much. I'm not a Jimmy Johnson. He's not winning today. Fan, but he's. God, how impressive would that be? And again, talk about championship formats. Richard Petty's seven championships came in an era when I mean he he didn't buy them. He went out and earned them. That's for sure. Sure. But he could run in with the best equipment, and the disparity in equipment was wildly different in those days. So that was its own yeah. format. He's running around with corporate money and just busting everybody up. And he deserved it because he's also one of the most talented race car drivers to ever walk the planet. He's the king. Uh, and same with Earnhardt. It was a different – I still think Earnhardt is the greatest championship driver. I think Mark Martin uh, probably lost out on a couple. He never got a championship, but I think that, uh, you know, he had – had Roush been able to pin it together for him, he would have taken a few away from Dale. But over a stretch of 20 years, Dale won seven championships. So he was uh, he's the best of all time, in my opinion. Uh, maybe except for David Pearson. But. David Pearson. And then here we are with Jimmy Johnson coming in with all these formats and then consistently doing well in every single one of them and being smart enough. And it's a lot of ode to Chad Knauss here for helping engineer it. Jimmy Johnson's like that song on the radio you hear the first time. You're like, ooh, this is good. This yeah. could be great. And there, then after the 8 millionth time you heard it, you know it's still great. But, man, I'm just <laughs> sick of seeing him win. Well, it hasn't happened much in the past few years. And, oh, uh, last year. He, he won a whole bunch cool. of races. Yeah, but he, didn't, he didn't make it to Homestead. And to finally see them break right. the uh, break the curse sort of in this new format, uh, I'm, I want Jimmy Johnson to win this. I still think that uh, – All right, if he wins, you have to give me 10 bucks. I still think one of the Gibbs cars is probably the stronger here, but I mean, Bowman here. We'll see. Doing some fancy footwork. We got 15 we laps. To, I thought we were going to go to break. What we happened? Are, we are going to go to break here. Um, again, this this final break before we find out uh, who's going to Homestead is brought to you by Narragansett Lager. They kept us drunk all year at the track, and uh, at home. drunk tonight. And they'll be keeping us a little bit drunk tonight. That's just, that's right. And we'll be back here uh, with some real information in just a moment after these well, that's words debatable. from our uh, friends from Rhode Island. Here he goes.
Hey, Papa Bear, someone drank my Narragansett Lager Beer with that famous straight-from-the-barrel-tasting bottle can on tap. Say, Papa Bear, someone drank my light but not too light Gansett. Say, Mama Bear, somebody drank my Gansett. Yeah, man, and I ate your porridge, too. Ich, Goldilocks, porridge and beer. Right. What the hell just happened? From, I, I had to go change my, my pants. What the hell just happened? Oh, bad luck Bowman striking again. <laughs> you think that kid's going to get a top five and what happens? <laughs> For those of you uh, who, who watched this race uh, however many days ago, um, Alex Bowman uh, accidentally taking out Matt Kenseth. Accidentally. That was bullshit. Yeah, Ken Kenseth uh, getting the, uh, a sketchy all clear from his spotter in a... Uh, Bowman getting kind of pushed into the the low groove in turn one, and, and Kenseth just cut down in front of him, and uh, that was the end of that. Um, Quite the change of events. Yeah, so now Joey Logano wins the race. He's going to Homestead, and against my uh, my better judgment, Kyle Busch is going to Homestead Kyle too. Bush. So pretty much, if I want to make money this year, I need Kyle or Carl. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not talking about accountants. Did I'm talking about actual NASCAR drive. Did you ever expect you would be a Carl Edwards fan, even just for a moment? My Tony Stewart hat just fell off my head. It shot right off. It's no, cool. I'm not a Carl Edwards fan, and I'm he seems, and he, I won't be. He seems like your kind of guy, anyway. Even if he wins, I didn't vote for him. <laughs> so the top five from this race: uh, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, again one, two, uh, locking themselves into the chase. Kyle Larson after. Really having a bad day, uh, managing to get third out of this whole thing. Well, you had a bad day. Kevin Harvick, do, 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 do. the king of uh, of Phoenix, uh, coming in fourth, just not good enough. He needed a win. And then uh, your pick to win today, Kurt Busch getting top five. Hey, well, you know, I call him like I see him. Well, you called him to win, so you don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Bowen actually getting sixth out of this. And uh, anything surprising here? Good. Show from Ryan Blaney. Seventh for Denny Hamlin today. Uh, Where did Truex end up? Truex is way down at the bottom. Also, Paul Menard taking daddy's money to another top ten. Nice work. Um, save big money at Menard's. <laughs> Let's see. Who do, who do you want to know about? Truex. Truex. Let's. Cold uh, Current 78 team. My elite live leaderboard just crashed. Because... Uh, we all it's know so how, how great the NASCAR website Truex is. Truex is so far down. Here we go. That's Oh man. Speaking of uh speaking of champion Carl, Ryan Bamber's favorite NASCAR driver, nineteenth. What? Today. Uh Martin Truex actually <laughs> dead last. No. Fortieth. No. Yes. That happened. Uh, my favorite NASCAR driver, David Reagan, uh, coming in thirty uh, first place today. Nice showing for the twenty three team. Oh, he's great, David Ray. Let's see any other surprises here. Matt Benedetto getting 25th. And uh, uh, you picked Casey Mears in your fantasy team. That's pretty good. 18th place out of him today. That's not a bad deal. Uh, yeah, why not? Landon Castle also getting 20th. He was my uh, cheap value pick today. Yeah, I dropped him. I wouldn't put too much faith in that. Well, he's out of your <laughs> under well, out of your $6,000, guys. He's pretty uh, pretty much the best you can get. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sick of watching Joey Logano drink Coca-Cola <laughs> and celebrate. And you know he likes it. He's uh, so excited to finally get one. He doesn't drink water. Yeah, I definitely not. I sugar cubes and Coca-Cola from the aluminum bottle. Oh, God. 
And Matt Kenseth ending up in 21st today after all that. So, uh, that, bad yeah. spotting. So, yeah, Jimmy Johnson, Carl Edwards, Kyle Busch, and, uh, and the lesser of the quarter horses, Joey Logano, <laughs> going, to, going to Homestead. Jesus. Each manufacturer represented. I'm sure all the reps are happy about that. Or to forget about just how lousy this year was for them because they got somebody in Homestead. This is true. Well, I guess there's only one thing left to talk about. Uh, who's taking it this year? I hate to say it. Joey Logano. I'm not going to win any money. Unless you want to put a bet on it now. Make this interesting. Let me see. Oh, I'll put a quarter on that with you. Quarter? Yep. A quarter and a, uh, a case of, of make Garraganza. It, make it 25 bucks. How's that sound? 25. <laughs> I don't have money to spend on that kind of shit. Well, yeah, neither do I anymore. Up 25 figurative space bucks. I lost a quarter on this race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, dude. I just, I did okay in fantasy. I think I only lost a buck after spending two or something like that. Oh, wow. That wreck with Bowman uh, completely screwed me. Uh, I, you might be right. Bad luck, Bowman. You might be right about Logano. I mean, he is deserving. Maybe not this season. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't go around throwing words like that. I think over the past couple seasons, uh, I mean, obviously last year he was the class of the field and probably would have been champion had he made it to, to Homestead. Had uh, he been better? Uh, well, he was the best until um, Kenseth took him out. And rightfully so, he was driving dirty. I would have done the same thing if I were the 20. But uh, I don't know. I still think that uh, – I still think Carl Edwards can do it. I want Jimmy Johnson too, like I said earlier, but I just – I don't know. My money's on the 19. I'd say – I'm with Modem's you there. for everybody. I think it's uh, Joey or Carl. No love for Kyle on the repeat? I I'd love to so. see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, we're going to find out next weekend. Uh, I'm sure we'll do a podcast about it. I'm sure we will. Yeah. We've got to go. We have a show to get to. We're going to play a show. Today. Yeah. we got to figure out how to get there. That's a good point. Uh, there's always uh, there's always walking, I guess. And that's what Narragansett's are for, the official street beer of Massachusetts and uh, the rest of the world. We'll see you next week at Homestead. And uh, coming up next is episode 21 of Ooh, the Hall of nice. Champions, the lost episode. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You want to take your coffee? Nope, not yet. Want me to want me to hold it for you so you can sip it? <gasps> so we are we are back, I guess. This is the Hall of Champions episode. 21. We are live from uh, our van, actually. We're on our way from Richmond to New York right now. Thanks, James. You'll notice that there's been a pretty significant absence in uh, episodes. And uh, the reason why is because, well, we don't really like each other anymore, so we try to stay away from each other. But really, we've been every Sunday we've been going to weddings. So many fucking weddings. Thanks, bud. How many, how many weddings have you gone to recently? Just one. Just I got a suit for it, though. It was nice. Really? Will you please take your coffee out of my hand? <laughs> see how long it can go. 
So we, we are in the midst of the chase. We got some chase implications to talk about. We got some movement in the Xfinity series, and we got chase some shit to complain about. As always, this episode is brought to you by Narragansett Lager. It's not Yingling. <laughs> Can I help you? Waitress, bring me a glass of Narragansett Lager beer with that famous straight-from-the-barrel taste in bottle, can, or on tap. Light, but not too light. Oh, you can't fool me in that giant getup. I know you're underage. All right, so it's, it's good to be back. I guess. Uh, what is happening in NASCAR right now? I, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. We're waiting for the NASCAR mobile app to load here. Uh, it's already crashed twice, once or twice. What is happening here? It just doesn't work. Big shout out to uh, Sprint, the uh, title sponsor for the series and uh, the provider for our cell phones here. Uh, not working. We'll get there in a second. Yeah, we just played. <laughs> Our band just played down in Richmond, Virginia at the, a place called The Camel last night. It, uh, it was a good time as always. Uh, we didn't run into our buddy Tab like I hoped we would. But he doesn't strike me as much of a, a night owl. <laughs> See, Ryan has not been on the show for so long that he's forgotten that you actually have to speak. <laughs> So, this is a great episode. I feel like Glenn Humplick in the Tom Green show, where I just sit <laughs> off into in the, the window. window and laugh. Well, we are on official band business right now, so say hi, everybody. We got the rest of these wild planes. Hi. Yeah. Hi. It's probably sounded great. It's good. It's good. We're, uh, this is good television, folks. It is good television. We're in the final round, elimination round of the chase right now. Texas is going to be on Sunday. Yeah, they're practicing right now. Yeah, qualifying is going to happen a little later this afternoon. On tape delay for some reason. Very Can't blame the Olympics for that. but Or the World Series, which, by the way, was some of the greatest baseball you could ever watch. What is it? The hell is going on? <laughs> I am flabbergasted by this NASCAR app. I, the reason I'm not Look at the ad. Right yep, I switched to Sprint. <laughs> Switch today. Not one goddamn thing loads on this, and then I get a Sprint ad. <laughs> NASCAR, I hope you're listening to this. You should, you deserve a P3 penalty for this yeah, bullshit. This, this fucking app definitely fails laser every single time. This I, sucks. I... Who's in the chase right now? We, we got all four Gibbs cars, which is Yim pretty incredible. Yim Janssen is in the chase in the 48. Kevin Harvick uh, getting through. Uh, Joey Logano, the lesser of the two Penske's this year, actually sneaking his way through. Two. I agree with that. Well, that's the, that's the, and Kurt Busch. Uh, the crazy thing about the chase not having Keselowski and Truex yeah, is that, honestly, those were, those were a couple of the guys that we expected to be at Homestead. Like, Truex is consistently the fastest of all the Toyotas, or the, the greater Toyotas, not the lesser Toyotas. We don't count BK Racing in that. We do not. That is right. Which, by the way, David Reagan, huh? My T-shirt finally arrived. He couldn't... He, finally? That... Well, I, I, I did never ordered it initially. And then I thought I, it took three days. It did take three days. I, I ordered a David Reagan autographed T-shirt. And David Reagan delivered it <laughs> He literally by hand. drove up... <laughs> I got a knock on my door at 3 in the morning. He rushed all night. And he even gave me my money back, too. He just wanted me to have it. Good guy, David Reagan. Good guy, David Reagan. <laughs> That's our next segment. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, it's hard not to see. Oh wow! And get this: that, nothing works on their website. Uh, <laughs> just go to JSKI. JSKI always works. They've had the same web development since the '90s. <laughs> Tried and true. Yeah, it ain't broke. I, I like this. We get our notes on the fly. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's pretty hard to see. Um, at, at least there's gonna be at least two Gibbs cars, I think, making it into. Uh, Who do you think it's step. gonna be? I think Denny is gonna do it as Denny long as he can fucking old lead foot. I, I honestly, I think Carl Edwards is gonna make it. And, a, and here's point, why: it's gonna happen in Texas if it's it. gonna happen. Uh, I, I think that Carl. Now that Truex is not a factor, Carl is a big deal on the mile and a half. Uh, well, I mean, all the Gibbs cars are, to be fair. But uh, Carl Edwards is also great at night races. He's also great at 500 milers, and I think they're going to... They've been the king of, of that kind of strategy. I don't think he's going to be the fastest car at Texas, but I think he's going to be there in the end, and I think he actually has the ability to win. Carl Edwards is, in fact, my pick to win in Texas. And then everybody gets to see the... Uh backflip. Yeah, everyone loves that. The Texas backflip. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I do think Joey Logano is going to sneak his way through. Uh, where? where? I, it'll be on points, but I think he's going to be strong. Uh, Joey tends to wake up when he has to, and he's been doing it as of late. Again, yeah, finish up front. And the Penske's do help each other out, so I would expect to see... Uh, you know, Kez is going to go for the win if he can. He's also excellent on mile and a half, but I think you can watch a little bit of blocking action from coming from Keselowski. He's not afraid to fuck with people. So, uh, Kevin Harvick, obviously, he owns Phoenix. That's coming up. Um, it's fight or flight for him. You know, he's either going to get wrecked out. What do you think of Kurt Busch right now? I don't think Kurt's got anything, to be honest with you. I do think Jimmy Johnson is the other car, so uh, if not... Here, I'll say this. Kevin Harvick is the easy pick, and they're always consistent, but just for the sake of sticking with my original, uh, what would it be called? What's the word? A prediction. I think uh, Denny is actually going to get it, and Harvick is going to get wrecked out in Phoenix, and that's going to be the, the deal. Harvick's going to get wrecked out in Phoenix. Everybody is putting, everyone is basically saying Kevin Harvick is going to be in the chase because he's going to win Phoenix. And there's a reason why. It's because he always does. It's like a wrestling storyline. It, it is. It's like WWE. Yeah, uh, Vince McMahon is back there with Triple H and they're, <laughs> they're, they're plotting with the steel chair. <laughs> yeah. The ref's going to get knocked out and throw it at the hood like Tony Stewart throws his helmet. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't expect, I expect something to happen to Harvick. Pit road uh, error, wreck. Sinister, man. Yeah. Do you have, like, some big money on this? This is not a threat. Yeah, something's going to happen to Harvick. uh, (laughs) Just saying. Oh, God. You know he listens to this. Kevin? Oh, yeah. If you're listening, I mean, here's the thing. I want a Kevin, baby, we love you, man. I want a Bloomin' Onion as bad as the next guy. (laughs) I bet you do. Okay? And uh, particularly for free, but... I have a feeling that you'll I don't be know, getting I, more blooming onions by the end of the year. Harvick's team has improved. They've they've gotten over the pit road struggles. You know that they they reorganized the the over the wall team and oh, the phone fell. Oh, oh. we're they, back. They've gotten they've gotten their shit together, but the nature of made this, some key changes in pit road. Yeah, you know they've got Danica's guns now, her tools, <laughs> and Danica's using Kevin's tools now. 
And how's that working for Danica? Oh, 25th place consistently. Not a bad fantasy pickup, though. No. Which I guess we'll talk more about that a little later. Speaking of fantasy, uh, you you pretty much make a living off fantasy now, don't you? Not NASCAR, but... No, I don't. Fantasy football? You Or you spend a living. <laughs> no, I don't do that either. But I'm doing okay. Yeah. Doing all right here and there. Another reason why we haven't done a podcast recently is because it's now football season, and racing is, is my shit. But guaranteed, I flip through, I flip back and forth from the race and red zone. But yeah, at the end of the day, red zone is constant. Yeah, red zone is. It's hard to pull away from. It's very addicting. <laughs> <laughs> I uh. Yeah, I usually have Red Zone up as well. I don't pay for it. I, I stream it from a 100% legitimate uh, Polish website. Yeah. That allows me to... The trick is... Uh, this podcast is brought to you by frontrowsports.eu. I'll, I'll stream on my laptop, so yeah. I'll, I'll get the race going there. Yeah. But then I get it on mute. Be watching the football, you know? Yeah. I actually watched Martinsville on my phone uh, at the wedding I was at Yeah, last that's week. the other thing. I pull it up on my phone. Which, by the way, Sprint users, you have uh, exactly three more races uh, for free race, buddy, or whatever. Sprint the better start paying us. It's about time. We've given them enough. For, you There's know, about to be a pop-up on your screens now, folks. Yeah. They say that it is 1% worse than Verizon, and I can tell you the 1% deficiency is... <laughs> it's definitely with the NASCAR app. You know, as a member yeah. of that 1%, yeah, I, I concur. <laughs> We deserve better. We deserve better. We deserve better. Okay. Hey, so Reed Sorensen's running a Trump scheme this weekend because they can't get a real sponsor. You know, he's been on my my NASCAR f fantasy team uh, in the Hall of Champions League yeah. for the past two races by accident. Oh, is that why you've been so garbage? <laughs> That's why I've plummeted. <laughs> I I lost three thousand places. When did you? In the, uh, when did you pick up Reed Sorensen? It was an accident. Well, but he's, a, he's running not, the Trump. It's car. not like an STD. So yeah. move on. He's, he's ah, I got a case of Sor. I got the Sorensen. <laughs> Sorensen. It's all over it. It's all uh, over it. Stuck. Yeah. Well, why is he doing this? <sighs> well, when you don't have a sponsorship. And you are politically misinformed. You'll do things like this. I guess you. Yeah. I mean, Trump's not giving him money. It's a decision of the team. No, I'll, he's going to say he wasn't happy with the performance. Yeah. Renege. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we don't learn from history in this country. No. Well. Well, hopefully it helps, and then we can build a wall around Daniel Suarez. <laughs> I guess that would be where they would start. Can we say that? Well, I like Daniel Suarez, so I, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I agree. The, the only wall that's been built around Daniel Suarez is the one that Gibbs has already built for him because they're going to throw Eric Jones up in the cup. <laughs> and uh, give him a playpen. And then they're going to push whoever else around. I have a feeling that Suarez is probably never going to make the jump to cup. What? Well, I think he's great, but go rogue and he's going to have to leave Gibbs. Speaking of uh, this, the silly season... And uh, different teams. QB for so long. This this morning, uh, Junior Motorsports announced that they are picking up uh, Michael Annette and his pilot sponsorship uh, from the 46. So H. Scott losing that. Um, 
kind of wonder what, who's going to be in that seat or if they're going to sell that charter or what's going on. But now Junior's going to be running four full-time cars in the uh, Xfinity Series, which is awesome. William Byron uh, and Mike Lynette, of course, Elliot Sadler mm -hmm. and, uh, and Justin Allgaier. So it is like the Cup rejects. It's interesting team. he's spending more money on his, uh, his team now and less on his own career. Well, that pilot money helps. Yeah. You know, and in the Xfinity Series, it does take less of a budget to run a competitive car, and Junior has all, not all the endorsements in the world. Running a race team is fucking expensive, but it definitely helps to have a fully funded car. And, you know, Michael Annette isn't a slouch by any means. Right. He'll do okay. Especially in good equipment. Yeah. And there will be the, the fifth car, the 88, is going to be the star car next year. And, of course, now with these limitations on Xfinity, cup drivers running in Xfinity, um, it's nice to see one of the major teams actually stepping up and then putting forward such a strong full-time operation. Yeah. And I'm excited to see William Byron. I hope he drops the fucking Liberty University sponsorship. But Maybe he'll move on to University of Phoenix. Yeah. Something, uh, something bigger. Yeah. More prestigious. Move on. MoveOn.org. MoveOn.org. That would be my uh, sponsor. We're going to petition uh, for better finishes. <laughs> they deserve better. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, you got to wonder if that 46 is going to be around next year. Uh, H. Scott not having a great year. And uh, there's a lot of rumors that Ryan Newman might be going there. There's rumors that Casey Mears could be there. Actually, the big rumor is, is that Casey uh, Mears is going to be in the 95 next season, and then Ty Dillon is actually going to go to the 13, which makes sense. Younger uh, blood. The 13 is an RCR-affiliated car. Are they in a rush to make the 46 a retirement community for Ryan Newman? <laughs> <laughs> ah, God. <laughs> Not a great year for Ryan Newman. Well, that's his own damn fault. Yeah. He's, I, had, he's had opportunities. He had. Well, to be fair, he did make the chase a couple years ago. He made it to Homestead, in fact. Didn't he last year? He almost did, yeah. Well, he is Mr. Consistency. Consistency. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all right there. Yeah, I mean, his, his career is definitely waning. Um, also interesting to see Ryan Reed in the 99. Gotta mm -hmm. wonder when Roush is gonna throw that Lily Diabetes money into uh, one of those cars. Because the 99 won't be full-time ever again. They can't They can't afford to keep, you know, three cars in, in top 20 condition. They should get Wayne Gretzky to sponsor it. They should. Another rumor is that Biffle is going to be switching down to one of those teams. Really? Yeah. What would happen with this car? Uh, well, that will eventually become either Ryan Reed or Chris Busher's ride. Because Roush does have a pretty stout list of drivers waiting to come in. I mean, Reed kind of sucks. No offense if you're listening. Sorry, buddy. But he's got a boatload of cash. Uh, Daryl Wallace is in the frame. Mm -hmm. He's talented. You know, mm -hmm. when he has a good car, he can he can put it together. And, of course, Chris Buescher is a, a champion. He's an Xfinity Series champion, which, you know, at this day and age, doesn't really mean a ton. But still, it's a giant fucking trophy. And he beat a lot of the, the cup guys and Gibbs dominations. He, he put some of those to, to a stop. That was a, a win to win to win, but... Oh, I'm not talking about the sprint. I'm talking about his Xfinity oh, okay, Series right, championship. Right. When, when given proper equipment, he can do That's well. That's true, yeah. And to be fair, he suffered from the same problems that uh, the entire Roush organization did when the 34 was getting full backing from Ford. Mm -hmm. He 
he would qualify pretty well because let's be honest that car is good for about 35th in time exactly. trials but when he had the Ford backing he would easily out qualify at least two of his quote unquote teammates he would always be in the 20s which is what made him such a bad fantasy option after the chase right. because you know they can only drop and that goes for any single one of the Roush cars right now they can they can only drop like a uh, lead balloon Speaking of, uh, of Roush, um, in the history of Roush, I want to give a shout-out to Robert Yates, who apparently is uh, struggling with some sort of uh, yeah, uh, some cancer coming back. So uh, he is one of the greatest engine builders in the history of this sport. Uh, I came to know about him when uh, he had his own team. He was uh, putting the 28 out on track for Davey Allison and Ernie Irvin and all those guys. So, you know, it's terrible. Hopefully... Uh, Hopefully that is uh, that's going to be a good situation uh, and uh, good luck there, bud. So the guy is a, the guy is a legend. So. Speaking of good luck, uh, how about that rodeo we just watched? Oh yeah, the World, PBR World Finals are happening right now. Uh, what was that kid's name who got his femur broken? Roy. Aaron Roy. Aaron Roy, the Canadian. Yeah, that was fucking brutal. Yeah, I thought he was dead. Yeah, me too. Broken. Uh, can you imagine just getting stomped on by no. a cow? No, that wasn't a cow. That was, <laughs> that was a, a fucking bull. Yeah, it was a big bull. Yeah, that was scary to watch. I've been kind of towing, put my little toe in the water with rodeo again. I grew up watching it. Uh, I'm from Arkansas, so we in, in New Mexico, so we knew it was everywhere when I was a little kid. But the, there's a series on Netflix right now, and I gotta be honest, I don't even remember what it's called. Oh yeah. But that kind of it kind of drugged me back into at least checking out the PBR again. Which I mean, I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you, and this is kind of a shitty backwards attitude, or maybe not. But I, what turned me off of watching rodeo recently is that they all wear helmets. Yeah. And I grew up in the era where you know it was just cowboys and hats, and frankly, dudes getting fucking killed and stomped on and shit, and. You know, I've kind of flipped my script, especially after seeing that wreck last night. Gladiator shit. Yeah. I understand why they wear helmets. And they started wearing full face masks after Tough Hedman got his face shattered. Yeah. It is the ballsiest shit you can do, regardless. Yeah, right. I think they're idiots. <laughs> what, the guys who wear hats? Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. It's, it's definitely entertaining, but, you know, I feel for the bulls. Yeah. Like, the guys that do wear hats are idiots. Yeah. The guys that wear helmets are, in some ways, idiots. Yeah. Brave idiots. Yeah. But I suppose that's what sport is. Right? Yeah. I've ridden a mechanical bull in yeah. New Orleans, and that was Where? plenty fun at a bar in New Orleans. And that's I'm the thing about New Orleans. And I'm sure you were an idiot. bar to bar. I'm sure it was idiotic, whatever was going right. on around you. I was, I was the idiot at that yeah. point in time. I was the drunk idiot. Yeah. I still am. I wouldn't say I was brave. <laughs> Too drunk to be brave. What, what bar was the, uh, the mechanical bull in? Do you remember? Uh, the one next to the other one I was drinking at. Uh, was it on bourbon or? I don't know. Ben, I was ben, drunk. Ben, what bars in New Orleans have a mechanical bull? Do you? I don't know. Um, we got a Snopes this. Oh well, there's definitely there's definitely uh, there's a coyote. Uh, Coyote, Coyote awful. Coyote, Coyote ugly. Coyote awful. <laughs> um, 
they keep the bulls in the French Quarter? Bulls were in the French Quarter. Yeah. I, I didn't see any when I was working down there. Right. Were you on one down there? I rode a mechanical bull in New Orleans. I was yeah. drunk, but I was there to remember that at least. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a tall tale. Speaking of drunk, we're going to give some time to our sponsor, Narragansett. Who? Ooh, let's have one. Hello, Fontoon's Package Store. Oh, thank heavens. Uh, are you open uh, much longer? Yes. Uh, listen, I'd like some Narragansett Lager Beer, 17 bottles. Gansett with that famous straight-from-the-barrel taste, light but not too light, and I need it right away. Please hurry, you're the only package store open. I'm sorry, we don't sell beer. We only sell packages. Mmm! <laughs> Boy, those are good. Those are good! Woo! Woo! Yeah! Good! Watered! <laughs> Woo! Shit, so that should have been our commercial. <laughs> that that was in fact. We are back. Uh, so we've been listening to a lot of Frankie Valley in the Four what? Seasons lately. Who has? Uh, us. And um, it, it's amazing that 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 shit sold millions. Not not that it's bad. It, it's just it's great. The, the fact that it sold millions of records in that time period is beyond me. Uh, why don't you sing us a few bars? Uh, you wanna... I'm sorry, nobody's paying me to sing. Oh, it's not your contract. Yeah, I, I recommend checking out a song called Peanuts. Hmm? Peanuts. One more time. Peanuts! <laughs> Peanuts! Can we scratch this whole bit Peanuts! from the record? <laughs> good Just shit. hanging you out to dry. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> Trying to put on a show for these good people and you're just fucking ruining me, throwing a wrench in my machine. <laughs> well, that was because yeah. you, you put me on the spot. When you put me on the spot, this whole thing is right on the spot. <laughs> yeah. And this moment on the spot is brought to you by Snap On of Austin Brighton. Hey, Snap On. Throw a wrench in it. Throw a wrench in it. So, who do you have for, for, for champion this year at the moment? For champion? Who do you think is going to do Me. it? <laughs> I, I'm still going to stick by the 11 sneaking by. I don't think he deserves it, but I think he's going to be the champion. I'm going to stick with uh, the 11. If, well, my first if, pick's the if, New England Patriots. If Kevin Harvick actually gets knocked out like I think he's going to. No, I, I think you're right about the Harvick thing. I can see that happening. It just makes sense. I would love to see Jimmy Johnson get a seven. That would be cool. But then uh, I'd have to get a new t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Six time wouldn't be a, a thing anymore. Well, at least your Tony Stewart hat is going to remain accurate. <laughs> well, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> Poor Smoke. Ah, oh, he's done. He's yeah, had he's enough. Done. Put the old fork in it. <laughs> That was a moment of silence for Tony Stewart's career. Yeah. Well, he's going back to the dirt. That's good. Back to the dude buggies? Back to the bugs. Is that for real? Bug buggies. Well, apparently he's got this setup where he he bought himself an RV and a trailer, and he's converted this box truck into a, a hauler. So he's got these two rigs that if he's sitting around on a Saturday afternoon and he decides that he wants to go race... And if there's a track within a certain distance, he can load up the hauler and just go. 
that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the fucking life. That's the single life. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's been parading around uh, with somebody. That knock is back. The knock is back. That is your reverb tank in your amp, or just a demon. That's the sound of the road, folks. <laughs> this is what they sing about. Sounds like a fucking woodpecker is inside that. It's great. Oh, holy It's shit. also the sound of the road, folks. Yeah. Georgia license plate CCF5313. You're a dickhead. If you're listening to this right now... Rude Gus! Pull over and park it. <laughs> had enough. Pull over. Lag these assholes. <laughs> so we're playing in Brooklyn tonight at a place called Skinny Dennis. I don't know if you've ever been to Brooklyn or New York before. It is the worst place on earth. But... Skinny Dentist is a cool bar. The Skinny Dentist? The Skinny the skinny Dentist. It's a I little, like it. little it's a honky nice tonk spot. Yeah, I guess Dale Watson plays there anytime. Honky Tonk in Brooklyn. Yeah. And you wouldn't know you're in Brooklyn while you're in there. And then, and then a rock and roll band from Boston's going to play it tonight. Yeah, we're going to give them journey covers. We're going to do country and western. Yeah. Do you yeah. know any journey songs? Um. Yeah, I, I do. I know, um, let's see here. Slippery and Wet, I know that one. No. Back in the New York Groove. Yeah. Uh, fast Car, I know that one. <laughs> oh, Fast Car. Uh, True story, Tracy Chapman is also from Boston. Really? Well, she, she went to, yeah, she's from Boston. Where'd she go? Berkeley. <laughs> I mean, is she Wikipedia still living in Boston? Is. Google it. No, my phone's not working. Oh, yeah, Sprint. Folks, yeah. call in and tell us where Tracy Chapman's from. Can we get our interns to look this up? They're uh, downstairs. Yeah. They're the ones creating that knock. They're working on a new stage Speaking setup which, for us. We also lost the hall. The Hall of Champions is... It is under renovations at the moment. No, it's being rented out. <laughs> under renovations. That's the official lie, but yeah, it is being rented out right now. Oh, I, I haven't met with the PR girl yet. Yeah. So, uh, Maite, you don't you don't understand where you live. <laughs> Holy sacred ground. This used to be our playground. I'm pretty sure that uh, my, my wife was more than overjoyed to remove all of my crap off the walls in there. And uh, being our producer and all, it's kind of rude. Yeah. So, I guess, oh, yeah. is Caddy our rude Gus this yeah. week? We were evicted, and that's really why we've been off the air. There's, uh, yeah, we should have said that outright. That's we, good. We've, we're folks without a home. Yeah. So, if you... That's why we're in a van. If you have a spare room or a shed or maybe, like, a... A lean-to? A hotel room you've been renting out because Perhaps you've also fallen glue. on hard times. Can we, can we use it? Stay there. Can I hang in your hammock? Yeah. Ugh. That just sounds greasy. I don't like that. Well, you try saying it. Maybe it'll sound better. I won't. I want my lips to burn. <laughs> I think well, we've given these people enough. Well, about half an hour. Ah! About half an hour in, I think. Peanuts! 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 Can we just play that song as an outro? Can we clip that in? Yeah, I could probably rip that. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. We should, uh, crack an air against it. Peanuts! Peanuts! Ah!